Welcome to DT Madness, Chronicles from the Third Life, Episode 60, May 20th, 2023. So glad you could make it. start off talking about the works of the author Frederick Backman. He is the guy that wrote A Man Called Ove. I think I mentioned that in uh, glowing terms last episode. And I read a book in between, but then I jumped on by recommendation from my friend Nora uh, to this Beartown series. And Beartown is the first one. And then Us Against You is book two and then i'm just starting the winners book three and it's just the best i mean i don't know like i love lord of the rings and so that's a little bit different because it's you know lord of the rings is fantasy kind of literature and i'll go back and read it again so that trilogy is is really amazing i'm a huge marilyn robinson fan the gilead series um and all the ways that she treats those characters i think are are just amazing I would love to like the trilogy from Patrick Rothfuss, but he won't ever publish the third book. So I don't know. I guess we can't know about that one. And I do have this tendency. I, I mean, I have this thing where everything that impacts me at the time is the best thing ever. And so you can take this with a grain of salt, but I, I've never experienced anything like like reading these books. And I, I read a quote the other day, like the book's, you know, the best books that you read are the ones that hit you at the right time. And, and, and no doubt there's, there's possibly all that aspect to it. So I don't know, like if you'll think this is amazing as I do, but I bet you do. I bet you do. It's just, uh, the style is like, there's just this whirlwind feeling where so many different characters are introduced and that, but they all weave together. It's just masterful. It really just, is masterful how you can keep up with so many different stories and feel them. And and like and the, the previous book I read, I, it, it, it had a fine message. I, I just, it's too, it was too simple. Like it didn't make me, it didn't make me experience it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and, and so like, oh man, it, it's just good. And cause like in the midst of the story, weaving all these characters through, like in the midst, there's this, this huge, Friday night lights, but it's hockey kind of, but it's, I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. The story is just riveting. It, it The farther you get into the book, at least in my experience, the, the harder it is to, to put down. And so I've just kind of ate these up as they say. And, um, but because then like in the, in the midst of all this whirlwind, he'll just punch you with this amazing quote, like, talking about a particular character he he feels like he let them down because he isn't immortal and i don't know if you guys have that but i have that (laughs) and i don't think i really ever thought about it that way and i think that's what good literature and good art does is make us reflect and ponder in old and new ways you know and I've been thinking about releasing my cows. It's something that Thich Nhat Hanh talks about, like giving up the things that 
I have this firm belief that I need to make me happy. And like this one, this quote just punches me. Like I, I do. I feel like the fact that I'm not immortal, that I'm going to let people down. And what type of, what type of chains are those to try to bear? I recognize that there's a bit of egotism perhaps in that too, as though somehow I would be the one that would overcome the uh, mortality thing, you know, or, or, um, but that's not the, that's not the thrust of it for me. It's, it's just good recognition. So, oh, wow. It's just tough to actually even be doing the podcast today because really I just want to be, uh, immersed back in Beartown with, uh, with all of these amazing characters. So, um, highly, highly, highly recommended. Just, I cannot, all the, all the stars, you know, all the tens out of 10, whatever it is that people say anymore. So, I mean, you know, there are other things that I could talk about. I could talk about how this one person at school the other day asked another student who was about to graduate that, oh, well, you're just going to be a teacher. So you can just a teacher, he said. And this person is whatever. This person doesn't have the best, uh, not the best example of what work ethic and honesty mean anyway um maybe there's some point to his derision you know just a teacher maybe we should up the ante i i, I think that perhaps there should be stricter standards for who is teaching and how we're held accountable and what we're doing um it's not a lot of people knocking down the doors to become teachers for a variety of reasons um and so we, we should rethink, you know, we should continue to rethink what education is, but it's such a fluid, everything is just changing, you know, really fast. And I mean, personally, I'm doing that rethinking. Oh, here we are at the end of the semester. And so everything is pretty much wound down. It's just those last few um, meaningless, in most cases, pointless days of school, not meaningless because we have the time together and we reflect on the year and all that kind of stuff. But as this semester ends, it's summertime coming up and I'm already cycling through potential lesson plans and unit structures for August. I mean, I'm, I'm ready. I'm getting ready. I'm thinking and reading this Beartown series it, it set in some cases in the high school setting. Like it, it constantly makes me think about that. I'm always thinking about that, but I'm, I'm just a teacher. I could talk about how I got to see some of the old boys, some guys that had graduated in our home from college when I was at the Y and how good that always makes me feel to see former students and to talk to former students. Um, never gets old, never gets old. And so uh, it was good to, to get a few fist bumps from those guys. While we were in the Y, I could talk about this kid. Um, I call him flex kid. I, I don't know. Like, he was there. I was riding the the elliptical machine, and which looks kind of at the big mirror. And he was just flexing like he was Mr. Olympia, you know, like he was in the bodybuilding competition. And he he kept doing it, and it was cracking me up. And I definitely looked at him at one, like kind of glanced at him in the mirror, you know, as he saw me, like with the kind of smirk, smile type thing. And because he would. He'd pull his sleeve up and flex his bicep and then, you know, put his flex his arms behind his back and and do the do the 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 
pull in so he could see his chest and all this kind of stuff. And don't misunderstand me. This dude was jacked. I mean, he he has obviously been putting in the work in the weight room. And But it was just funny because he kept on doing it. Now, there were two ways. And I think I think about choices that we have. I think about choices that we have to make in the moment because these old guys were in the in the why too like this is the same time that these kids are are in there who had just graduated who just finished up their first year of college and what i could have done was called one of them over and you know made a snide remark or a a a, 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 a try attempt at a joke to to say hey y'all should do some flexing you know and like make a little winky wink you know at the at them and and kind of laugh at the kid and don't misunderstand me I will do that sometimes, and I, I take that approach a lot because it makes me feel good about myself and all this kind of stuff. But you know what? I, I like to flex. I'm 45, and once in a while, I like to I like to check it out and see if the the curls are working and anything. So, so the choice I made instead was was I, I called the kid over and asked him if he competed, and he he doesn't, and and he asked him how old he was, and the dude was 15. So yeah. 15, man. If you look like that, I would be flexing too and checking it out. I mean, it really was like every six seconds he would do it again. And I just wanted to be like, did you forget? But it, you know, he was jacked. And I told him, I was like, I wanted to be like him when I grew up. And he, uh, he made the comment, oh, you're already bigger than me. And I, which, you know, inflated my ego enough, but obviously was nowhere near the truth. So I could talk about the flex kid. That was good. I could talk about how I don't know. I'm two years into being mayor and I've begun to think about, um, I've got two summers until I have to decide if I want to run again in 2025, but that's a four year term. And then that's 2029 and that's Sydney's graduated from high school probably. And, uh, he, you know, um, Isaac's getting close. I don't know. That's a lot. I've been in this game. I will have been in it for, for 10 years um, by the time 2025 comes around. So we'll see. Um, I could talk about how um, not wanting to run again frees me up to say some of the things that I, that I want to say. Um, but we'll see. I could talk about Uranus and how one of my friends, uh, one of somebody wrote, uh, or, or what was it? I read it on somewhere that um, they were reading their chart, you know, their, their, whatever it is, the star chart and that they were taking an, oh, I forget what the words were. It was a new, a new approach but, and that Uranus was, <laughs> and I'm an eighth grader and, I, but I, you know, I looked up mine and um, I'm an Aquarius. And so I looked it up and it turns out for me, it's Uranus that is causing me problems. So you can keep that in mind. Um, I was at the soccer game and I guess this is probably really halftime material, but I don't know. Um, This is just something I could maybe talk about in this episode. I was at the soccer game watching the high school girls soccer team in the playoffs and the pregame music came on and I don't know much of the pregame music anymore. Um, Jump Around came on by Cypress Hill, and I knew that one. And But there was one, and this guy was rapping. It's a lot of auto-tune these days, you know, a lot of auto-tune and a lot of the same sounding, I don't know, 
I, maybe people said that about my music, but I, I think I could, I think I could prove you wrong. Um, but this lyric came out and it said that this girl had a big old onion booty that will make the world cry. And I looked it up and it was by a person named Migos. And that's modern day poetry. You know, I could talk about my new John Prime Spanish pipe dream shirt that I got. And then I'm going to wear today because we have a, a music on main event. Um, at, at uh, Uptown, where I get to be the mayor, and a band called The Yesterdays is playing, and, and I doubt they'll play any John Prine, but, and I doubt very many people will know what my shirt reference is, but I'm excited about it. Um, I could talk about the new Dave Matthews album while we're on um, music. It, it's called Walk Around the Moon, and it is just solid. I listened to it probably five times through yesterday, and I haven't done that with the Dave Matthews album since Crash, probably. I mean, I know a lot of the songs off of the other albums, but um, this one is just really good. It's just really good. So if you're looking for new music, um, especially if you like Dave Matthews type stuff, then I would check out Walk Around the Moon. I could talk about this this experience of thin space. You know, have you heard that? Like, I've heard that a couple times, but there was just this moment like the other day and when we're sitting on the couch, Sam is home for, from college and we've, we've had to work through some communication. We've had to work through, you know, some adjusting to the fact that we're still in school, but, but he's done with college. And, and, and now we've got five of us living in the house again, which we love uh, very much. And, but it, but there's some adjusting and some getting used to it. And, and, and we'd, we'd talked about it a little bit and, and, and worked it out. And I'd kind of been the mayor dad, you know, working channels back and forth. And then, um, you know, we talked about tennis, a tennis reference, how you can both be really good players. And if you're playing doubles together, but you don't have chemistry and you haven't spent time on the court, you know, actually playing doubles so that you know each other's movements back and forth and, and which way somebody's going to go for the ball and, and, and how to know when to switch and read each other's body language and all that kind of stuff. Like we talked about all that and, and my kids, and we understand that because we know tennis. Cause if you listen to episode two, then tennis is life and you know that. Um, and so we had had all that and everybody was in their proper spot because we're, we're a people like that where everybody likes to sit in their spot on the couch or whatever. And we're sitting in our living room and we're watching our favorite show, which is Ted Lasso, which is just phenomenal. And we've been, we watched the, we were watching the recent episode this past Wednesday with its, you know, with its humor of, of, of hope and redemption and, you know, and we're just watching it. And maybe it was the way that the sun was coming through, you know, the, the, the late day sunshine coming through the, you know, peeking through the blinds. Maybe it was that, but for like, I don't know, a couple of seconds, you couldn't tell me that I wasn't in heaven, you know? But the way people describe what you want eternity to be like, and don't misunderstand me. Like it, it, it doesn't. You know, we don't live there. We're not a a, a family of of perfection that always loves each other. I mean, we always love each other. Don't take that always gets along and, and is happy and all the time like that. Like we have our issues. We, we struggle through just like anybody does when there's five people in a in a small house. <laughs> And especially in a small house, dealing with the stresses and dealing with the pressures and all that kind of stuff. But, but for that few moments, that was it. That was it. And there was no, 
where else that I would want to be forever, you know, in that moment, you know. I could talk about these quotes that I've been reading, like this one, I think, by Kimberly Wells. It was anonymous on Instagram, but I looked it up and it seems to be from Kimberly Wells. I don't know who that is, but it says, fill the notebook, wear the outfit, buy the flowers, send the card, use the china, book the trip, take the selfies, hang the art, say the words. Just do it. And, and those types of things have led me to uh, like this. You know, I talked about grasping towards freedom and grappling. I think that's what it was. And, and I feel closer to it. And those types of those types of quotes, like this one with, with from Ernest Hemingway, that says, go all the way with it. Do not back off for once. Go all the dang way with what matters, you know, for this time. Go all the way with what matters. And I'm I'm just kind of pumped up. And maybe I've been reading his books, and so I'm just like ready to go and win the game, you know, or whatever. But I'm feeling encouraged. I'm feeling encouraged. And a lot of that is from from you. So I could talk about all of those things, you know. And, um, but really I don't, uh, want to talk about those things. I really just want to get back to reading this book. I want to get back to reading the winners I just now started and, um, it's book three. And if it ends, like if it, if this book is as good as the other two, then I'm, I'm going to declare it the best trilogy that I've ever read. Um, maybe beside Lord of the Rings. I'll have to work on that, but it's just a totally different genre. So um, I, I, I could talk about like having a book club and, and I've thought about that. Like, I don't know how that would work. One of the things that I'm working on is like trying to break out of this isolation that I feel loneliness, maybe is the right word. And obviously, you know, the COVID days and all that exacerbated some of that, but um, there are other issues too. Like for 20 years, I kind of self-medicated myself into self-medicated myself into um, social situations. And so now that's a little bit more difficult for me, but I I, I do want to have real conversations with people, but I also understand that there's just this basic, community and 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 life that we do we love crest football and we hate shelby football you know what i mean like that's just kind of how it works if you live on this side of town or whatever and it's it's just so much of the stuff that's reflected in 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 the work of backman it's way more than that but i, I just so you know if is anybody i don't know would, would we do it virtually because you know that's kind of the thing i've been thinking about some of my relationships that i have and very few of them are actually real face-to-face where I spend time with you a lot. I mean, I've got my teacher people at school um, and, and and I've got some online type, uh, you know, like some people that I, I have a relationship through Marco Polo and some people that I have a relationship through, you know, Instagram or just texting, you know, things like that. But, and those are not, those are real. So how could we do a book club? Would you want to be in it? Would you want to read Bear Town and mm-hmm, talk about these amazing quotes. Like, it's so easy to get people to hate one another. That's what makes love so impossible to understand. 
Hate is so simple that it always ought to win. It's not even fight. Or, yeah, and, and I'm not trying to give spoilers away. You know, these are these are just some very nuggets that will punch you right in the teeth at, in the midst of the whirlwind. So, anyway. Um, so, for me, I'm, I'm going to get back to the reading on this day. Nice, uh, short and brief, perhaps choppy podcast this week. But I do appreciate y'all listening. I had an Australian listener this past week. So, that's pretty pretty good deal. I'm down under now. That's good. I like that accent. But but back to my book, though, for real. Getting back to what makes us shout loud with joy. What makes us cry? What are our happiest memories, our worst days, our deepest disappointments? Who did we stand alongside? What's a family? What's a team? All right. Well, this has been a Church of Six production brought to you by the Bucket of Life, the Wall of Belief, the Token of Hope, the Magic Rock times two, the Foundation Tower of Stone, and the Rope of Revitalization. Nothing divine is desperate. May all circumstances serve to awaken compassion. Teach peace. And don't forget to believe. Don't forget to believe, y'all, and be live. And if you want a DT Madness t-shirt, let me know. Let me know you want white, gray, black, what size you wear. I've been thinking about getting into them. Peace, my friends.